Hello and welcome to the Sunset Series. My name is Nathan Malol and this is today's podcast. So recently I've been getting a lot of support for my recent podcast. I dealt with the topic of sexual harassment, addressed it, gave a voice to it as it needed to and a lot of you guys really responded well to that and I'm really glad that as a man I could speak up about that topic and give lights to it essentially so that really kind of you know it warmed my heart so thank you guys i really appreciate that y'all are legends like full-on legends i appreciate that so much and that really actually put me in a good mindset i've had a really good week and it's been growth it's been growth it's been evolution it's been success but it's also been failure and i've i'm constantly working on my flaws and constantly working to be a better person and that is not just for myself that is for society because as a person i feel that it is my purpose to evolve it's my purpose to educate to inform to inspire to give people an alternative perspective on things that they never thought that they would have and that's all i want really i just want you guys to be able to listen to this podcast and and be like you know what yeah i never actually thought of that and i never thought of that perspective but thank you for giving me that whether you agree or disagree with it doesn't matter to me it matters that you have a alternative point of view that can perhaps fuel your drive to become more knowledgeable on certain topics so today 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 what are we talking about today we are talking about having purpose so what does it mean to have a sense of purpose and to be honest with you i'm still i'm quite rooted in my purpose as in i know i have a i have a strong sense of what my purpose is but it's constantly changing and it's constantly growing evolving strengthening itself by itself and so i want to essentially explore this topic because I see a lot of drifters, people who are going around life being like, yeah, I'm just doing this and that, I'm doing this and that. And then, you know, when the time comes, the time comes. Like, to me, that's kind of depressing. I, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of depressing because I don't, I don't want to be a drifter. I don't want to just go through life, you know, drifting around here, there, da, 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 and then die. Like, no, no. I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave something for my future family and future families after my future family to aspire to be like, to look at me and be like, you know what? Yeah, they made the most out of their life and they did everything they wanted to. So let's boil it down. What is having purpose? So having purpose is, the, the word purpose itself has two variations. First, it's a noun. The noun definition of purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. It's essentially a person's sense of resolve or determination to do something. And the verb variation is have as one's intention or objective. So it's something that you're working towards. It's something that you're physically doing to work towards. So... The noun version is essentially the theoretical format, the theoretical basis for what having a purpose is, is essentially your reasoning for it. And the verb is how you go about doing it. 
So verb is physical, noun is theoretical. Theory and practice sort of thing, you know? Sweet. Amazing. Love that. Great. So, <laughs> um, purpose, purpose can come in many forms. It can come in the form of friends, jobs, wider world, community, family. Like it, it can come in many different forms. And to give you examples of, for example, friends, your purpose with your friends could be to better them, to give them more insight into topics, to go and have loads of cool experiences with them, to bond over different things. Jobs, you could feel like you're, you want to rise to a position of power, you want to gain success, you want to gain material success, because yes, that's still a thing. As much as you can say, oh no, I'm not a material person, every human has a sense of materialism in them, whether that's rooted or it comes out is a different story. But wider world, you could volunteer for UNICEF, you could um, volunteer for charities worldwide, you could volunteer for environmental agencies and contribute to um, sustainable economic growth and, you know, that kind, of, uh, that kind of thing. And you could work for different companies to essentially find your purpose, do, f do various things in the world to find your purpose because it doesn't come overnight, face it. But purpose is essentially boiled down to this. Listen up. Listen closely. It's boiled down to this. What are you here to do? That is it. That is what it's boiled down to. What are you here to do? What is your purpose in this life? What are you here to do? That's something you should ask yourself. And I can't answer that for you. As much as you may want me to, I can't. Because... I got my own shit to focus on. I got my own shit. I got my own stuff. You know? Shit. Leave me alone. <laughs> but life. Let's deal with this. Let's break it down. So I thought I came up with a little pattern. So, well, maybe plan. Let's say plan rather than pattern. Pattern sounds a bit like GCSE sort of thing. Plan. Sounds a bit more methodical and thought through. <laughs> um, so... In terms of life, a purpose in life, ask yourself these. What drives you? What motivates you to get out of bed? It could be goals, dreams, ambitions, your future family eating good, like you want to make sure they're eating good, you want to make sure they're healthy, they're clean, they're fed, they're, you know, all the basics, all the necessities. And that mixed in with your goals and your dreams could make you unstoppable. If you have a really well-rooted purpose and your goals and dreams are big and aligned, Jesus, I don't want to mess with you. <laughs> I know you're focused on one thing and that is achieving your goals and dreams. And so ambitions as well plays into that. What do you, what do you want to be? What, what are your ambitions? That's something you have to ask yourself. And it can also come in the form of uh, spirituality. It can come in the form of meditating, contacting your inner being, achieving more peace than the day before, you know? So maybe that could be through meditating every, every day for 15 minutes and you make that a ritual. There's a difference between routine and ritual, but that could be a ritual for you. And then your purpose is to be more centered, be more rooted, be more humbled by yourself and be more within yourself so that your purpose in life is to guide others to do the same. You know, so it's like a domino effect in a way. And 
one important thing that I also found, I was listening to Eric Thomas recently. Eric Thomas, if you don't know who he is, he's a motivational speaker and uh, he's a success coach. And he had a very bad GPA in high school, but he wasn't destined. He wasn't on the cards to be great. He wasn't on the cards to succeed. And he wasn't the stereotypical, you know, very, very smart person, has big goals and dreams, has a big ambition, has a big drive and, you know, that, and succeeds. No, he was like the underdog, almost like an outcast. But you know why he succeeds every day? This is why. Eric Thomas found his why. And he said, if you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll make it. You hear that? If you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you will make it. Nowadays, too many excuses are made. I'll do it tomorrow. It's just another 20 minutes. Hey, I'm limiting my time on social media. Don't worry about me. Okay, it's fine. Or it's fine. I'll go to the gym tomorrow. And then that turns to tomorrow and then that turns to the day after. You see, like, of course, all of us have been caught red-handed in those situations. Nobody's perfect. I've been in that situation many times when I've been like, oh, no, come on, it's just another half an hour. It's fine. Like, what's the worst that could go wrong? And then two hours later, I see myself on in the same position on my bed watching TikToks or watching Netflix, whatever it is. And that's it. You don't get that time back. You don't get that time back to grow your purpose. You don't get that time back to grow as an individual. And that can destroy a person. That can destroy your mentality. That's why it's so important to root yourself and to know your purpose. What, what is your why? Find your why. Why are you getting out of bed? Why are you succeeding? Why are you going to lectures? Why do you want to be what you want to be? Like, I know it sounds intimidating. I know it sounds daunting, especially to the younger generation you guys are listening to this. I know we're young and I'm not saying by any means you have to know your dream job. You have to know your dream this, dream that. No, not at all. But I'm saying at least have a direction. You know, don't just be a paper bag floating in the wind sort of thing. Please don't think of Katy Perry when I say that or whoever sung that song. You know, okay, that drifting in the wind sort of thing, you know, uh, whatever. Anyway, so... <laughs> That leads me on to my next point. Your dream career, your dream job, do you know it? Do you know what you want to be? No? It's okay. Like, if, if you don't know, you don't know. Like, that's absolutely fine. It's okay not to know, at, especially at this age, especially at such a young age. It is perfectly okay not to know what you want to do. And that's rooted in by our parents who are like, You've got to know what you want to do. You have to know what, what you want to do. What do you want to be? A doctor, a lawyer, this, that. They go for the most successful, high-paying jobs. Like, I'm interested in that. Like, yeah, I want to make money. I want to earn money. I want to do good. But that doesn't mean I have to go for a stereotypical job, all right? Karen, chill. All right, leave it, leave it out. Okay, Doreen, leave it out. So <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a cost with saying I'm going where the wind takes me. See, there's a cost in that. It's all well and good saying, I'll go where the wind takes me, I'll go with the flow. All right, fine. You can do that, I think, if you're financially stable and you have a set path and you know exactly what you want to do. And so the wind can take you in various forms in the sector in which you want to pursue. 
then you won't drift out into another sector and you'll be like, why am I here? Why am I working this job? But when you don't know anything about what you want to do and you don't have a sense of direction even, the wind could turn into a hurricane and you could land in a puddle of shit. Like, <laughs> it's true. You can. You really can. So having a sense of direction, having a sense of where you want to go and what you want to do with your why, that will give you a stronger sense of purpose. You have to know, first and foremost, on the basis, on the foundation of it, just like the foundation of any healthy relationship is communication, you have to know the foundation of your identity. And that is your purpose. What are you here to do? So I, I believe mine, for example, is to inform. My purpose here on this earth is to inform, to educate, to inspire, to motivate. And I want to help people. I want to change lives. And I, am, I believe I'm doing so. And I get told that I am. So I think I'm doing something right. But that is subjective. And I always think I could be doing more. I could be doing more than this, more than that, more than this, more than that. And that could be toxic, yes. But at the same time, I'm really content with where I'm at because I know that I'm fulfilling my purpose and I know that I'm doing good for myself. And that gives me a sense of comfort in where I am. Whereas nowadays, people don't really know what they want. They don't know what they want to do. And so they're like, yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing this and that, but I could be doing better. But then you ask them, okay, so what can you be doing better? Then they freeze, then they seize up and they're like, um, I don't know, really. See, it's because purpose doesn't exist for that person. I was speaking to um, a doctor, Dr. Marianne Trent. She's a clinical psychologist with Good Thinking Psychological Services and also the author of The Grief Collective. I would highly suggest reading it as well. And she was telling me about purpose and how it affects young people so what she said was being human we also have the ability to be able to self-actualize which is imagining where and what we might want to be one day and making steps towards work making steps to work towards that so we have that perspective we have that ability to, to self-actualize to take a step back from ourselves to root ourselves in our purpose and say you know what this is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. This is who I want to meet. This is where I want to be. And that is one of the best things ever. Like, imagine that. Like, that's madness. That is some madness. Being able to step out of yourself and be like, you know what? Yeah, this is where I want to go with my life. And this is what I want to do. And you set that in your mind. You program yourself to think like that. that doesn't that just fascinate you? Like, the fact that you can do that let alone, you know, the whole concept and theory behind it, which is fascinating in itself, but just the, th the practice of it is insane. Like, wow, that's a madness. <laughs> that is a madness. Wowee. So, yeah, make steps towards working to... Oh, my God, English, sorry. <laughs> Making steps to work towards that is very important. And in terms of life as well, having having purpose really really helps when things go wrong 
it enables you to put things into perspective. For example, sickness, tragic events, accidents, death, you know, when things go really wrong and it can set you back, it can alter your perspective on reality and make you second guess possibly every decision you've ever made. And you're like, you're in a really shit position, you're in a really bad mental state and you keep saying to yourself, where did I go wrong? What did I do wrong? Why am I feeling like this? And by all means, take as much time as you need to grieve, to get over things, to make peace with your demons. But eventually, having that purpose of what you're here to do on this earth really helps when things go wrong because then you remind yourself what you're destined for and that keeps you on track. Weirdly enough, you know it's those situations when you get into a really bad situation with someone or you get into a really um, bad situation with life and then it takes a really bad situation to make you realize what you're really destined for. It makes you realize the true shit you're in, the true depth of your situation. It's when things go wrong that we realize what we could be doing right. Damn, I should frame that. That was a sick quote. Okay, I, I copyright claim that, by the way. Don't use that. But, yeah, when things go wrong, it helps to know what we could be doing right. Something along those lines. And that is... That is purpose. That is what you're purposed to do. Like, remember what I said, friends, jobs, wider world, community, family, what are you here to do? It's the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. And that something is you. Why do you exist? For what reason? What are you here to do on this earth? So it helps when things go wrong because then you remember why you're here. And then you could be fighting for that person, for that personal thing that has gone wrong. You could be fighting for your hometown, which has been flooded, or uh, your uncle who's passed away, or your best friend who, got in a, who was in a car accident or something. And then you have that within you, that drive, that determination. You want to do it for that person, for that place. And that purpose will make you unstoppable. Trust me on that, in all respects. Just trust me on that. And what's more? What's more is in life, when we have a sense of purpose in life, we feel as though we are destined for bigger things, that we are part of a bigger picture, you know? And I think that when you feel that way, when you really feel that you are part of a bigger picture, you have less worry, you have less stress in your life. And trust me, like, we all want less stress. Being a uni student, the amount of assignments, are you mad? What? Oh my God. The amount of things you got to do. It doesn't help that I put a lot of things on my plate and I'm a very ambitious person, by the way, but for the amount of I, th I think I speak for all students here you know those weeks where you got assignment after assignment after assignment where you're up to your neck in things and 
you just feel like everything's just drowning you out, you know? Like, you don't get a moment to yourself. You can't relax. You can't chill. You can't just vibe in your room and be like, you know what? Let me stick, let me stick some Brent Fires on, some Frank Ocean, Post Malone, and, you know, vibe out. Nah, you can't do that. That's what it feels like anyway. But when you have a sense of purpose, that, that way you feel part of a bigger picture. You remember that you're in the same boat as thousands of other students. You remember that your suffering is communal. It's not just personal. Yes, it is personal, but it's not just that. And we are part of something outside of ourselves, something that can affect the world, something that can affect change, something that can alter who you are on the basis of your identity. In a nutshell, less worry, less stress, less self-centered and more goal-oriented. Wouldn't you want that? Like, I've never met anyone who's been like, yeah, no, I don't want any goals, I don't want any dreams, I don't want anything in life, I just want to live and die. I've never met anyone who says that, ever. Have you? And if you have, where are they now? What are they doing? So... I, I think it's important. I really think it's important. When you have a sense of purpose, you do feel part of a bigger picture. You feel part of the world. And your suffering is very much validated because it is personal, not just to you, but to every other student, to every other person who's going through the same thing as you. So, for example, my, as my purpose is to inform and to educate, to inspire, to, to lead, I know that Eric Thomas was in my position once when he was a kid, when he was my age, when he was 21. I'm sure he wanted to turn his life around and he wanted to make a, make a, make a change to people's lives, make a difference to the world. And he was probably in the same position as me where I think to myself some days like, why am I doing this? What am I doing? Am I even helping? Am I, am I doing anything with my blogs, with my podcasts, with... Um, interviews I do with people with oh, I was going to say something but I haven't released it yet but <laughs> um, you'll probably know by the time I release this podcast because I'll have, I'll, I'll have made an announcement about it but with that as well I want to be making differences to people's lives and sometimes even though I have a sense of purpose I still feel lost and I do feel like a paper bag drifting in the wind but then again I remember what I'm destined for and I'm destined for greatness and I'm destined for great things. And that is what everybody can feel. That's the best part about it because this is not just about me. This is about all of us. We're in this same goddamn boat. We're here to succeed. We're here to strive. We're here to build and evolve and grow. Not just mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, verbally, so many ways. But you've got to have that purpose. You got to know why you're doing this. You see? Uncle Nath spitting facts. Spitting facts, bro. I spit facts. I spit nothing but facts. Damn. He woke up today and chose facts. This dude tripping. <laughs> oh my God. I'm having way too much fun here. Okay. <laughs> oh my Lord. Anyway, live, laugh, love, as one of my close friends says. She knows who she is. Live, laugh, love. See, I'm, I'm, 
taking notes from people and that's how I want people to know me as like I notice the little things the little things really do mean a lot in life they they really do you know so go write a letter to someone go call someone say to them like you know I miss you when can I see you with covid you know be safe but when can I see you and when can we go for a walk call your mum call your dad just say to them thank you for everything you've done for me little things little things bro little things she they mean the world to someone so you know do your thing do your part anyway back to where we were so that's life all of those things i've just mentioned are life things life purpose now there's also personal purpose so i'm going to i'm going to talk a bit about personal purpose and then a few more things d- uh, directly related to it and some last thoughts and then go on your merry way have your apple crumble and then call your mom and dad and tell them thank you all right sweet so <laughs> personal having a sense of purpose allows you to build on your values it allows you to become more resilient and headstrong essentially so what i mean by that is your values and your morals what do you value in your life who do you value what do you value where do you value why do you value it those things you have to answer to become a more well-rounded person and it sounds instructional like i'm telling you you have to do this you have to do that no no you don't have to do you don't have to do shit you can just turn off this podcast whenever you want and be like you know what like screw you nath i know myself and call beans you do you that's absolutely fine but i'm telling you from a sense of from a sense of myself growing as an individual realizing so many things about myself and talking to so many people who are like minded to me and different to me build on your values build on what you value the most cement those values put into practice every day those values if you value family and you say yeah i really value my family cool all right actions speak louder than words so show it show that you value your family do you spend enough time with them do you go on walks with them do you have family dinners together do you talk to your parents every day do you check up on your brothers do you make sure that you've spoken to your niece or nephew once a week or something like that you know do you do things to essentially root yourself in your values and that goes for morals as well sense of morality is just as integral as a sense of value it does allow you to become more resilient and headstrong because then you realize what you're here to do your purpose but then you also realize your values and your morals which is the makeup of your identity is the makeup of who you are on the basis of it on the basis of everything you strip yourself down and you say what am i fighting for who am i fighting for and why am i fighting for them you see so it's personal it allows you to build having a purpose allows you to build so much and who the hell wouldn't want to be headstrong like you don't want to just second guess everything in your life do you having anxiety and overthinking at every second thought like 
No one wants that. So why not build on yourself and why not better yourself as a person? I mean, I would. But anyway, it also gives you a larger sense of fulfillment out of life. Like having a purpose. It really does. It really, really does. Like even the other day, like this is probably it's nothing to do with purpose or maybe it is. I don't know. But I was literally eating dinner the other day and I was like, damn, this tastes good. Oof. Damn. Chef Nath coming at you. And like, it's the small things. I go on walks almost every day and I look around. I've, I've noticed I'm breathing more. Like, you know, in your day-to-day life, you breathe. Yeah, cool. But when do you actually breathe? When do you properly breathe? Like, full-on deep breaths. <sighs> you know? When do you breathe? <sighs> Just like that. It senses you. It calms you. It allows you to take pleasure in the small things in life that you may take for granted. So maybe that's maybe that's to do with having a sense of purpose. Maybe it's not. I haven't, like, I'm not an expert, obvious, obviously, on it. But it really does contribute to your mental health. And it contributes to your sense of happiness and fulfillment, joy, content, contentment, contentness. You know, you know the word. But it contributes to that a lot. The small things. Walks, getting up in the morning, eating, breathing. Beauty of life, my friends. Beauty of life. And honestly, a, I was also researching and I, I found a 2016 study that was published in the Journal of Research and Personality that found that individuals who feel that they have a sense of purpose, they make more money than individuals who feel as though their work lacks meaning. So it could be small things like the reason why you're writing what you're writing, the reason why you're going to work that day. What's your motivation? What's your goal? What do you want to achieve that day? And those kind of things, she, they root you. They root you madly. Like it's insane. It really does root you and it really helps. I'm not going to lie to you. It really helps. Because I was never this way. I was never this goal-oriented, success-hungry, business-minded, sort of very ambitious person that I am now. I changed. I changed. People who who knew me years and years ago, yeah, you guys will know. I changed. And I'm grateful for that. I changed because I wanted to, because my work does not lack meaning. My work is meaningful. That's just not what, that's not just for what I do. That's for myself. You have to treat yourself as your own celebrity. When you have your own sense of purpose, as I said, unstoppable. So you also become less of a complainer. This is the last point I want to make him personal. So you build on your values. It gives you a larger sense of fulfillment out of life. And you also become less of a complainer. Honestly, you don't complain. You just, you just get on with it. 
sort of thing. It's black and white. Like, all right, cool, is what it is. And I blame my mother for that. I think... Actually, no, I blame both of my parents for that. <laughs> but my mum, I think especially. I think it's more like a 70-30 with my mum and my dad. But my mum's a very, like, eh, is what it is, get on with it sort of person. Like, what's the point in complaining? What's it going to do to you? What's it going to do for you? All right, you complain, you want to vent. Great, get it out. That's fine. But then if you just keep complaining, 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 you're just draining people. Like, fuck out of here with that negative energy. I don't need that. No. No, no, no. Surround yourself with positive people. People who, yes, can complain, but they do something about it. And they turn thoughts into actions. And actions into results. See, that's where it's important. You can say all of this, but do you have the power and the means to back up your words? So then when you do, you just find yourself complaining a lot less. Victor, Victor Frankl, I don't know if you know him, but he's an author. And... His book, Man's Search for Meaning, describes his time in the concentration camps in Auschwitz. And, oh my God, it was a harrowing account, I must say. It was, it was a very harrowing account, but it did bring light to a lot of things. And I was like, oh, this guy, this guy, wow. This guy really, he brings out vividly the experiences that so many Jews and... and uh, workers who went to Auschwitz really exper really experienced and it was incredible to read but at the same time it was so harrowing because well it was harrowing but it was also motivational it was inspiring because he said that in the book those who survived were those who had a sense of purpose because they knew what they were fighting for they knew they had a family to feed. They knew that they wanted to see their grandmother again. They knew that they wanted to see their children or their brothers and sisters who they were separated from. And that sense of purpose, that sense of being, it drives you. It makes you hungry. Like, hungry, hungry. Like, you could not eat for a day and be hungry, but that will not describe... that. Sorry, that will not um, compare to the hunger that they had to live a good life again. Honestly, it's mad. I would highly suggest rereading that. Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And as it stands, he said it. Those who survived were those who had a sense of purpose. They knew why they were fighting and they fought because they needed to. Enough said, really, to be honest. So do with that what you will but on so from all of that i think one thing that you can truly like you can truly gather properly and you can see is there is one thing that i think ties everything together which is this element of hope hope is like having a purpose that makes us feel as if anything we set our minds to is attainable and it's not far-fetched it's it's that driving force that keeps us going. It's that feeling that allows us to get out of bed in the morning and ensure that we have a day full of productivity and happiness and wisdom and power. It gives you power. Like, I feel it does. What do you think? Do you think it gives you power? 
Do you think it gives you this feeling like you're on top of the world and you have so much going for you and you have this unending and hungry drive to achieve and succeed in whatever you do? Because that's what hope gives me. And I think it's beautiful in a, in a sense. It's, it's all well and good to have hope. It is all well and good to have hope. However, someone can counter that and say, what are you hoping for? See, I think that's something you have to, you have to ask yourself. It's, what are you hoping for? It's, it's not something that is questioned every day. You don't just like get out of bed, sit down, look at the mirror and be like, yo, what's up? What, what are you hoping for today? Like, no, people don't, people don't really do that. At least I don't know anyone who does that. Maybe you do. But what are you hoping for? is the main question I think we should be asking ourselves because then it gives us a level of security and comfort in knowing what we're striving for. It gives us a clearer idea of the purpose that we have in our life. It strengthens our purpose. It solidifies it. It grows it and it, it evolves it. It's beautiful. So it's well and good to have hope. You can say, yeah, yeah, I've got hope. I've got hope, of course. I hope to be this, I hope to be that. But you have to truly manifest that and believe it for it to become a reality, I believe. See, for example, with me, one thing I hope for is for my brand to be successful, extremely successful, to the point where I don't have to work anymore. I want to achieve that level of success where... I, I, I sacrifice everything I need to now in order to not have to in the future. So my hope is A, to not damage the environment, to produce sustainable and well-made clothes that are helpful to the environment and do not damage it, but at the same time creating really fashionable, cool garments that people will love, people will say, Yo, is that minimalism? Nah, come on. <gasps> Sick. That's what I want. I want my brand to be recognizable. I want it to make an impact. I want it to be part of my legacy. And it's not just something that, like, I, like someone just starts in lockdown. Oh, I'm going to start a brand. Da, da, da. No, this has been in the making for a very long time. And it's something that is true to my heart. And my purpose for it is to at the same time as help the environment give people this fashion sense that they've never seen before with, with, while wearing garments from a company that is solidified and rooted in good values and good morals. Because I don't think there's anything worse than wearing clothes that you know have been made by people who are underfed, underpaid, overworked, slaved, in some cases, even trafficked. There's, there's been cases of that with companies as well. And there, I don't think there's any worse feeling than that. You feel kind of, you feel dirty, like you shouldn't be wearing it sort of thing, you know? So that may be a little bit of a tangent, but it's still, meaning, it's still meaningful and it still holds a purpose to me. See, that's why I have hope because I want it to grow to be a brand that's recognizable and on the market for a reason. It's on the market to grow and it's on the market to change. Change the way we see minimalistic art. Change the way we see minimalistic fashion. Minimalism is in itself a rarity. 
and it's a rarity that should be appreciated. So there you go. Now, that's that. Uh, let's see. So another point I wanted to make. Uh, there's, these are a little bit more spiritual points, I'd say. And I know what you guys think when you hear the word spiritual. You think of like, like inner beings, meditation. You think all this fancy schmancy stuff. Like some of it, yeah, some of it is fancy schmancy. And yeah, it is. But there is a very simple explanation. If people, I think if people actually took the time to educate themselves on what spirituality really means, they will find really it's just connecting with yourself. It's connecting with yourself and it's connecting with the world around you. That's really what it is if you, if you dumb it down, if you put it down to a bite-sized chunk and develop it further. When you dumb it down, yeah, that's what it is. And wouldn't, wouldn't you want to connect with yourself? Like, you're in your body for the next God knows how many years. You're only in this one body. Why wouldn't you want to connect with yourself? Why wouldn't you want to connect with the world around you? So, a point I wanted to make. There's a difference with, with uh, purpose. So, personal purpose versus altruism. So, altruism, by definition, just getting it up, uh, by, by definition, altruism is disinterested and selfless concern for the well-being of others. Now, I disagree with the disinterested part. I, I really disagree with that. I don't think it's disinterested. If you're altruistic, you can be very interested and you do things out of goodwill, kindness, um, a sense of personal affirmation, a personal, personal generosity, in a sense. And... The selfless concern for the well-being of others, yes, it's true. Of course it is. Because if you're altruistic, you do things for other people more than you do things for yourself. That can be toxic and it can be helpful. See, personal purpose is more associated with material gains, personal wealth, personal growth, achieving your own personal goals and dreams, and, for example, rising to positions of power. Rising to positions of power is something I, I was reading in an article recently. And... It was describing the idea of the fact that as humans, we are naturally greedy. We are naturally a greedy species. We're never content with what we have. So we want to keep rising. We want to keep evolving, manifesting. That's why everyone wants a high paying job, knowing loads of cool people, going to loads of cool parties. We want the best of the best. We want the cream of the crop. And so we want to rise and rise and rise. But at the same time as that, there comes this idea of do you want to keep climbing and climbing and climbing but not helping the people below you or would you rather just climb to the top do what you need to do and then just live at the top of the food chain that kind of reminds me of the netflix film as well um i think it's called the platform and it's this idea that this man this man wakes up on a on a certain platform and above him are uh, prisoners who get to eat off this big table that elevates down to the bottom and at the top are the people who can eat everything on the table there's literally a massive ass feast that could probably feed a town and yeah as it goes down the people like they cling to the table they eat whatever they can they gorge on it and when it gets to the bottom there's virtually nothing left so people have to starve and people have to die. And that's a metaphor for the society we live in. The idea of this capitalist state essentially feeding 
off of the poor instead of helping them. Why, why do you think Stormzy, why do you think Dave, why do you think so many um, UK artists wrote and rapped about Grenfell even after, even after the tragedy that happened and the government didn't do much about it and they didn't give the funding that they promised? Why do you think they continue to rap about it? Why do, why do you think they continue to make recognition about it? Because they are altruistic. They want to help the people who are not as fortunate as them, who are not in the position that they are in. And so that's my idea of purpose. My, I'm more of an altruistic person. I love the idea of helping other people, watching my friends succeed, helping them out whenever they can. When they ask for favors, I don't second guess it, I don't second thought it. But that's all depending on you. What do you feel you do? Are you more of a personal purpose person? Because I am too. See, I love both. I'm more altruistic than I am personal purpose, but the idea that personal wealth, personal growth, achieving my own personal goals and dreams, yes, I love that. I think that's so important. Putting yourself in terms of your career and your morals and your sights and your ambitions first is extremely important. And you need to do that because you're living for yourself. You are living your own life. You are you first and foremost. You are not someone else. You are not living someone else's life. So you have to do what makes you happy and what gives you purpose. Altruism is helping society, helping others achieve greatness, community work, helping to create a change in the world. Even if it's like helping an old lady across the street and you know that you have to be somewhere at a certain time, but you want to help this lady across the road because maybe she's an elderly lady who can't walk very fast. And so you be altruistic and you help her out. That's it. And that day you've done an altruistic act that has developed your sense of satisfaction and personal generosity. See? Win-win. Um, what else? What else? What else? So... Spiritual development. The idea that, that I was talking about spirituality um, a few minutes ago. So this spiritual development idea, this theory, this concept is essentially developing your inner chakra. It's uh, chakra is this personal spirit that we have within us. It's our vibe. It's our uh, guiding force. It's the spirit. It's the spiritual force that essentially ties our heart and souls and minds together. It's what gives us peace. It's what gives us comfort and security when all around us is corruption and and loudness and noise and aggressiveness it, it helps us to become peaceful so your inner chakra is your inner being essentially um it's connecting to a higher higher version of yourself so some people in terms of having purpose people have this purpose of being spiritually secure like that, that that's a real purpose and if you want that absolutely cool that's sweet that's vibes like <laughs> i love that honestly go you pop off queen you do you like <laughs> that's mad so connecting to this higher version of yourself through whether it be through meditation spirit cleansing praying uh energy healing it's essentially achieving an awakened state and that's synonymous with the word woke being woke as kanye west likes to always always say it Kanye, <laughs> hey, we woke, we woke, Kanye, <laughs> I love it when he does that, hey man, hey Kanye, <laughs> oh what's that TikTok, has everyone seen that TikTok, um, what's it, hey good morning Kanye, shut the fuck up, <laughs> hey good morning Kanye, 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Love that. Anyway, um, so spiritual development. So this this idea, yeah, of praying, energy healing, is essentially achieving an awakened state. So that that is a real purpose. That is a purpose that you can have. It doesn't have to be a purpose in life that is like uh, material gains, or it can be altruism, or it can be um, working for crisis aid or something. Like it, it can be spiritual. It can be within you. It can be something where it can be a purpose. You can have a purpose in your life where you say, "I want my purpose in life is to become one with the world. My purpose is to is to help nature, is to help the environment, is to help the inner being inside of me to fall in love with myself and that's the idea of self-love and self-affirmation the law of attraction there's so many things that feed into it and it's incredible so to to essentially piggyback or springboard off of that the taoist tradition um i'm not sure exactly what tao is uh, the, sorry, the Taoist tradition. I'm not sure what country it is or what culture it's it's referring to, but I was looking at it. I, I read it about a week and a half ago or so, and they said that in this article in Taoist tradition, the person enters this state of actionless activity, and this Tao is similar to a chakra, similar to uh, this being inside you, this flow of energy, this spirit called Tao. It flows through them. When the person enters a state of actionless activity, Tao th- flows through them. And it's, it's kind of similar to the Christian tradition, where the Christ- in the Christian tradition, there's this term called self-annihilation, which sounds pretty dark. It sounds like, you know, yeah, it sounds pretty dark. <laughs> but um, it's, not, it's, not, um, it's not as dark as it is. It's actually quite beautiful. It's a very cathartic process. And... It's this concept where the person empties themselves to allow God to emerge and express themselves within them. So the person essentially becomes a host. And I know when you think host, you think like possession, you think paranormal activity, all that dark shit, like, nah, bro, mm -mm, I don't fuck with that, no. So, no, it's not, I promise you, actually, it's not like that. It's um, the host in this sense. Yes, it is uh, essentially like a conduit. The person is a conduit, but it's not a conduit for evil. It's a conduit for good. It's a conduit for beauty and growth and spiritual awakening. So this idea where the person essentially give themselves up to allow God to emerge and express themselves is actually quite quite a mesmerizing thing if you actually think about it. Like, imagine that. Imagine one day you yeet yourself onto your bed. You're like, right, pull through, God. My man, God, come on. You go full-on starfish, right, on your bed. You close your eyes and you literally just empty your mind, empty your soul, and then God comes through. God's like, yo, my guy, what's good? (laughs) Imagine that. No, but okay, I make a mockery of it, but no. Seriously, it is, it's, um, I feel like it is a very personal and spiritual, beautiful moment where you connect with someone much higher than you. And maybe that depends, again, on your belief in God, whether you believe in God or not. That's another another, um, argument, debate, theory, whatever. But the idea that you empty yourself to allow something else, something higher than you, to take over, to guide you, that requires a lot of bravery. It requires a lot of courage to be able to do that. 
Now, I don't particularly, I'm not swayed by it. I'm not a person who would do that, um, particularly because I like to be in control of myself and I like to be in control of my thoughts. But I know that I, people I've met in my life and people I've talked to who are spiritual have said that this idea of self-annihilation is amazing and it's incredible when they felt so connected to the world around them because they felt like they owned it. They owned the world. And if you do believe in Christian tradition, then who made the world? There you go. So <laughs> that's why I think it's, it has this level of beauty and personal attachment to it. So uh, let's see. I think I want to... How, how long are we in? We're on 52 minutes. All right. So let's just... Let's, let's conclude it. So we've, I wanted to conclude it with some final points. So... This idea that I think, personally, through having purpose, your purpose is dictated as well, partly, not fully, but partly, by the company that you keep. I truly believe you are the company you keep. If you surround yourself by positive people, ambitious people, growers, evolvers, people who want to succeed, who are hungry for growth, love personal development, are altruistic, like, there are so many good qualities people can have. And I truly do think there are many more good qualities than bad qualities invested in humans that we just don't know about or we don't pay attention to. But if you surround yourself with these people, chances are, bro, sis, you are going to succeed. You are going to find your purpose. You are going to leave a legacy and you're going to do good in the world. And it's more difficult to find a purpose with negative Nancys. When you're surrounded by negative Nancys, these Nancys and nonces, no, I'm joking, don't surround, no, don't surround yourself by now. Right, anyway, negative, <laughs> negative Nancys. If you surround yourself by negative Nancys, you are more likely going to be stuck. You're going to find yourself in a hole that is just going to get deeper and deeper. Imagine yourself in a well, like a well of water, a well, just any well that's quite deep, and doesn't have a ladder to get out of and there's not many holes in the bricks that you can put your foot through to climb that's what it will feel like because then you'll just be surrounded by bricks and you'll be surrounded by nothingness and it will feel hopeless and i'm not trying to make it sound dark at all but i want people to realize this people are so easy to say oh all right that's quite dark all right all right chill bloody hell like no it's I want you to live your best life. I want you to live a life of excellence and beauty and purpose. We're all finding ours. I'm not on this amazing level where I know myself and I love myself to such an amazing extent and I have this solid purpose. No, I'm finding myself just as much as the next person. I'm finding my purpose every single day and solidifying it and growing it. But that's because I am the company that I keep. I surround myself with people who are more ambitious than me who strive to do better, who have bigger goals, bigger dreams, study incredible degrees that are going to be extremely helpful one day to society. I am surrounded by people who want to grow. You see? So also delve deeper into your interests. What do your inter interests say about you? Where do your passions lie? What is your heart tied to, in a sense? Mine is making a difference to people's lives through my words. 
And it's something that I've been told throughout the years. People are like, oh my God, your advice is so great. You're, you seem so mature. You have this amazing view of life and you should like, you should make a podcast. You should do this, da, da, da. And I truly took that on board through every comment that I received that was similar to that. I realized, okay, my interest is making a difference. My interest is informing, educating, inspiring. And that's what I want to do. To the people listening to this podcast, if you've made it to whatever, 55, 56 minutes, whatever we're in now, if you made it this far and you felt inspired or you felt like something could change within your life by listening to these words and you realize something, chase it. Chase after whatever that thing is, whatever you thought that you could be doing after this podcast. After you hear me speak about all these things, you're like, oh, I could try this. I could try that. Maybe that would be good. Yes, do it. Literally do it. Do it after this podcast. Do it whenever you could, whenever you feel like you can. The nearest available opportunity. Go for it. Too many people overthink it. They're like, oh, but what about da 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 Stop thinking what if. Stop thinking but. Stop thinking if. Just do it. Simple. So what do your interests say about you? Where do your passions lie? What is your heart tied to? Through questioning yourself on these matters, I truly believe that is where you'll find your purpose. And finally, last but not least, Leon Ho. Leon Ho from Lifehack. Um, an article I read it again. He said that you only have one purpose. So you only have one purpose in life. Now, I disagree. I disagree with that. I don't think you have one purpose. I think you can have one primary purpose, yes. I, I believe you can have one primary purpose, which is your big, big goal, your massive, like, driving force, yes. But I think that you can have more than one purpose. You can have altruism mixed with personal or spiritual development. You can say one day, like, I want to do three acts of kindness, I want to work on my brand at the same time as meditating. You see, you can have more than one purpose. You can do more than one thing in your day to help you achieve your purpose for that day. If you want to set a daily purpose goal or you want to set, want to set a monthly or yearly purpose goal, bi-monthly, whatever it is. I, I don't think that you only have one purpose, so I disagree with Leon in this sense. But in the idea of having a primary purpose where you say, I want to leave my mark on the world by starting my own environmental awareness agency or group or lobby group or whatever it is, um, whatever you want to start, whatever you want to do, there's this one big primary purpose what you're, which you're living for. Yes, I agree with that. Cool, sweet, and that's amazing. But on the basis, I think it can be multiple. So, yeah. <laughs> do without what you will but that is my idea of what purpose means and how it can affect us and how it can change us and become allow us to become more informed and educated humans who have this purpose that they're striving and fighting for i truly hope you find yours and i truly hope i find mine more and more each day thank you guys for listening it's been amazing it's been a diamond it's been a gem been a ruby a sapphire all these beautiful stones that are priceless in gold that's how much how beautiful it feels to talk to you guys priceless moments that will live forever 
I will see you guys in the next podcast. Enjoy your week. Stay safe. Kiss your loved ones and go eat some donuts. Live, laugh, love. Bye, guys.